Hey, it's Michael, and welcome to another podcast episode. Before I get into today's episode, we wanted to make an offer to you. If you go to firmsconsulting.com, you will see a pop-up or you'll see a place to add in your email address or you can register on the Firms Consulting website. If you register onto that website, you get put into an exclusive list. And what you get in that exclusive list is samples of the content we have available to FC Insiders. So that said, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. We're going to do a full case now, right? Okay. Now let's assume now we have a French dairy company. Mm-hmm. They produce milk. Okay. And they are integrated. That means they own the farms, right? Mm-hmm. They own the cows, they own the factories, and they have a distributor. They own retail stores as well. They own retail stores. Yeah, they have their own little retail stores where they sell milk. Okay. And they also sell milk through, you know, online. You can order milk and you can also buy it through retailers that they distribute to, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. They want to increase their revenue and they've come to you for help. So they want to get more euros at the end of the year. Yep. How would you help them do this? Okay. Okay. Um, may I have a moment to think about um, this? Yeah, take your time. Thanks. Okay, Michael. I may have a, some some questions on uh, the the case we have. Go ahead. Mm, so we're talking about increasing the revenue of a dairy company, a French dairy company. I was wondering, do we have a target in terms of uh, uh, number they would get or percentage of increase of their revenues? Or I uh, know we have no targets in this case. Okay, and Just do we to get as much as possible? Okay, and do we have a, a time timeline? No timeline. Okay, good. Okay. So, um, okay, what I've um, thought is, uh, what are the different um, tar- triggers? Uh, sorry, uh, what what are the different? Um, oh my God, my English. Sorry. Um, it's okay. You don't have to apologize for your English. Huh? Let me just. I have a. Remember the rule: no apologies. Don't forget those things. Right. I need to get levers. Okay, levers, levers, levers. Okay. Mm, so I was sorry. I, I no, no, not sorry. I just forgot the word. Okay. Mm, so the way I was thinking is um, to approach this question by analyzing the various levers of revenue that would pay, um, that would allow an increase in revenues. So I see three main. Uh, levers here. The first one would be uh, increase um, the price of the uh, current production. Okay. So okay. the second one would be increasing the volume of production okay. from this company. And the third one would be to um, develop a uh, their portfolio by diversifying or um, other, other possibilities here. Okay. Now, um, the way I'll tackle that is um, have a look first one on 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 the price of okay. the milk they say they sell um, to see if there is a possibility to uh, to increase the price and remain at the same uh, current volume of production. Now we're evolving in the French markets, so uh, my hypothesis here is that uh, milk uh, being pretty much a commodity, um, it would be difficult to um, 
have a big difference on, in terms of price okay. for uh, for this. So is that is my understanding correct? That's correct. The milk prices are roughly the same with everyone else. The only difference is we sell only organic milk, so we can sell it at about a twenty percent premium. Okay. So because we're selling okay this organic, uh, okay, so we're selling this organic, but I I assume that we already have applied this twenty uh, percent premium, and that studies have shown that we cannot go to a twenty five percent premium. We like probably that. could, but we probably lose some customers, right? Okay. So. The, okay, so my, um, my, my take on this is that we pretty much have reached the, um, a, an optimum price for, for the product. Okay. So I'd like to shift my uh, analysis to uh, increasing the volume question. Okay. Um, so I'll focus on, um, on the volume to see um, how, uh, if there is a possibility for us to either um, sell more to the markets we're evolving it, sell more to other markets and um, see if um, there is any possibility on, on, on those two, uh, two ideas. So um, do we have uh, any information regarding that? Okay, let me stop you, all right? Yes. So you're doing the case correctly and very cleverly, but you are what I call a linear thinker. Mm -hmm. What you do is you will say something and then you will go from that point to another point. And then from that point to another point, then that point to another point, eventually you solve the case, right? Yes. Now, there's a problem with that style of thinking because you're not laying out your options, otherwise known as your framework, right? Mm -hmm. So you, you, you have a rough framework, but it's not very clear to me yet. What is your framework for this case? Um, do you remember how to develop a framework? You've got to brainstorm it, right? Mm -hmm. Do you remember that? Well, I think... Well, when you're developing a framework, you're basically brainstorming options. So basically, developing a framework is brainstorming. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So remember that. What you do is you completely ignore that part. You just think of whatever framework works. Mm -hmm. And you kind of drop it in and work with it. So here, let's just step back and examine this case, right? Okay. We've got a bunch of cows who are basically held as slaves against their will, right? Yes. And they're being milked for milk. And this milk is then sold through online, company-owned stores and other retailers, right? Mm -hmm. organic milk right and it's being sold at a premium right yes now you got to think about this case right you are trying to increase volume which means you're taking market share mm -hmm. you're taking volume market share right yeah this is a market share case you're trying to steal market share mm -hmm. that's what it really comes down to. you're trying to steal market share there's two parts to this case one is you assume these tired cows can make enough milk right yeah, you're making yeah. a very big assumption there well I was going to ask that question actually to see if there was a production. No, yeah, I yeah. No, but volume I volume cases have two components. They either assume production is going to meet whatever corporate wants to do, or you have to assume production needs to be fixed. Mm -mm. Now, the way I was going to run this case is I'm going to assume production couldn't be fixed. That means you have to increase production. Mm -hmm. Because let's think about this, right? Knowing that how cruel humans are, it's pretty obvious that they are not letting these cows sleep for eight hours a day, right? Yes. They're probably milking them as much as they could. Mm -hmm. And you, because you can store milk, they're probably milking them, storing it, and selling it. So these cows are probably working at maximum capacity. Yeah. So any opportunity to increase production has to come from more cows mm -hmm. or more tired cows because you're milking them even more, which I don't think is going to work. Or pump more chemicals into them and produce more milk, right? Mm -hmm. Neither of them are good options for the cows, right? These cows need some very good labor lawyers, right? Yes. So 
you know, if I had given you a case about a factory, easy to increase production, right? Mm -hmm. But I deliberately made it about cows because it's not easy to increase production for a cow. Right. You can't flip a switch and say, cow, make more milk, right? It doesn't work that way. Mm -hmm. So you have to probably buy more cows or do something to allow the cows to produce more milk. Mm -hmm. So this is a case where there's definitely a production element, right? Yeah. And I wanted you to see that. Now, if you didn't see it, I wouldn't mind. I would not fail you if you didn't see that. I wouldn't say, oh, Suzanne, you failed the case. You didn't see that. That's not what's going to happen here. But when I, if you missed it, I would point it out to you and I would see how you'd handle it. Mm -hmm. So don't worry if you missed that, okay? You don't expect it to know that. If you knew it, good. If you didn't know it, I'll point it out to you and then I'd see how you deal with it. But the part I would expect you to see is that this is a case about taking more volume in the market, which means stealing market share. Mm -mm. To steal market share, there are four levers you pull, right? Because mm -hmm. your milk is a product trying to steal market share. How do you steal market share? What are the levers you pull to steal market share? Mm. Well, the the price. The price. What else? Um, okay. Uh, the the if you do a promotion. Promotion, what else? Um, um, the, the, the location where you sell the, the goods. Price, <laughs> place, promotion, product. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So the four P's of marketing. Mm -hmm. The reason you weren't able to see that is because you don't think very you, What you're doing is you're not thinking about the case. You're just jumping into it. Yeah. You're going to ask yourself, what are we trying to do? You're going to step, step back and say, we've got a dairy company that has cows. Mm -hmm. Those cows produce milk, which we sell. We want to sell more. What does it mean when we sell more? What does it mean when we increase the volume? We're basically taking market share. How do we take market share? Mm -hmm. Every single case in the world, no matter how complicated, this can always be reduced to you're either trying to take, you're either trying to increase revenue or cut costs. Right? Yeah. If you're trying to become more efficient, you're trying to cut costs and probably increase revenue, right? Yeah. If you're trying to sell more milk, you're trying to increase revenue. So what you've got to do is you've got to figure out what type of case this is. There's no such thing as a dairy case. It doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. This is a revenue case where we specifically only trying to most likely pull the volume lever. Yeah. Because as you pointed out correctly, milk is a commodity. Mm -hmm. Even organic milk is a commodity. Mm -hmm. I mean, I personally never want to spend more to buy milk that's not treated properly. Why would I do that? <laughs> it's well, kind of ridiculous, right? I don't know. There's less chemicals. <laughs> chemicals are actually good for you. Not all of them. But how do you know that this farmer is not putting in, is leaving out the bad chemicals? I don't know. Well, I don't know as well. <laughs> it's <laughs> I don't not like think... I'm an expert on the dairy industry. All I know is that you must be very careful whenever food is involved and people come up with fancy terms, right? Yeah, right. So That's I think that, let's just step back a second. I think you're a little bit rusty. Mm -mm. I think so too. <laughs> you, are, you, you have been very consistent in all the cases we've done about jumping into things without stepping back and thinking it through. Yes. You rely heavily on your own experiences, which is nice, but you don't test your experiences. Remember yes. You must apply certain skills. I want to see you understand the problem statement. Mm -hmm. I want to then see you brainstorm out a structure. Okay. And I want to see you prioritize your approach. Now, what you do is you don't really worry about what case it is. You just figure out a structure you've seen and you bring it in. Mm -hmm. I don't want you to do that. Because if you do that, you're not learning the right skills. I feel like I'm taking time to come up with my structure. So somehow I feel... You come up with a structure, but you're not brainstorming the structure. Mm -hmm. If you come up with a structure that's right and you didn't brainstorm the structure, I'm not worried. I, I actually would not. Mm -hmm. Because you need to learn the skill to brainstorm a structure. And to brainstorm, you have to identify the objective function. You're not really identifying the objective function. You're not brainstorming. You're just coming up with the structure.
Yeah. So you you will do the case correctly, but you're not learning the right skill to do the case. Mm -hmm. But if I think I've identified the correct objective, and then it's not. That's okay. I can still guide you on that. Uh, okay. The whole point of saying, okay, I think that the primary objective function of the case is X. Mm -hmm. You communicate it to me, and I'll say, yeah, that makes sense, and then we move on. Okay. Now, it's McKinsey. McKinsey doesn't – it's in that BCG you're interviewing. Well, maybe in, in September you'll probably interview BCG Singapore, but in McKinsey, they will give you the objective function. Mm -hmm. McKinsey makes cases quite easy. They'll tell you, this is the problem statement. There's nothing else. Just focus on this. Yeah. And I gave you the objective function, increase volume. Mm -hmm. So you'd say, what is – we need to, we're trying to sell more of our product in a market. If you're trying to sell more, we either have to grow the market or take share from someone else. Yeah, right. Now we're selling milk, right? Mm -mm. How can you grow a market if you're selling milk? Well, you slap the organic label on it and people think it's a new product, right? Yeah. Or you come up with a new way to brand yourself, which is something you mentioned, by the way. Mm -hmm. But before you do that, you have to figure out whether you can try to, you have to steal as much market share as you can of your existing product. Sure, sure, sure. Only once you exhaust your current product, then you look at new products. That's Ansoff's matrix, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. Target your existing yeah. product in your existing market. Then existing product in a new market. And finally, new product in existing market followed by new product in a new market. Mm -hmm. now, I don't know how the European Union works, but I don't think the Dutch are going to like French milk arriving on their doorstep. Yeah, probably. I don't know. <laughs> they don't like it, right? The Dutch are quite a yeah, we have more protective yeah, we have nation, right? Well, I think France also for that agricultural things, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the farmers need to, you know, earn a living. So I think that what's happening here is that you are, you're coming up with the right things, but you're not doing it in the right way. You're not eliminating the options. Mm -hmm. So I want you to, so in the next case we're going to do, I want you to go back to saying, what is, it, what is the objective function, right? Okay. What are we trying to do? Brainstorm the options and work your way out from there. If you have interesting anecdotes and experiences and stories from your past that can make you do the case better, that's fantastic. But do not ignore the process. Okay. Mm -mm. I think I mentioned this in the last session. You approach a case like an experienced hire. That's what you told me, yeah. No, yeah. And that's not a compliment. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's good that you have this experience at your age, but it's a huge liability when your experience is used in such a way that you ignore the process. Mm -hmm. And even with my experience, I don't ignore the process. I go through it methodically. Okay. I've always done that. Because I can always ignore the process. You run the risk of ignoring something important. Mm -hmm. I think I've used this analogy with you before of how cops enter the building. Cops? Yeah, policemen, the way they enter a building. Yeah, I think, yeah. You, they no, always no. follow the same sequence, no matter how well they know a building, right? Mm -hmm. They clear a room, room by room, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. My apologies, I have a cold. Okay, so remember, you have to follow the sequence. The sequence is there to protect you. Mm -hmm. On the off chance you make a mistake, following the process protects you. Okay. Right? Yeah. And if you remember the amount of money at stake in a consulting assignment, you should follow the process. Mm-hmm. And that's it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed doing the episode. Finally, I want you to remember that the only way to get access to our special offers, the only way to get our special pricing, and the only way to get samples of our content is to join the list on firmsconsulting.com. It's the only way also to get access to our unique advanced content that we make available to insiders. So if you want to get a sneak peek of things, test it out, see what's in there, this is the place to go. And finally, I want to thank you again for making us one of the largest podcast channels around the world for careers and for the 2 million downloads and counting.